Welcome to Activate Your Life, Awaken Your Soul's Expression. This is the podcast that goes deep into the realms of astrology, human design, homesteading, permaculture, self-sufficiency, inner work, and inner healing, everything that's supporting your own inner awakening. I am your host, Erin Esser, and it is an honor to be your guide on this amazing journey of self-discovery and transformation. Welcome to Activate Your Life. In just a moment, you're going to hear a conversation that Meredith Swim and myself had on the nodal switch. Now, what that means is that the last year, year and a half, so you can go back into your life a year and a half from now, and I'm recording this in July of 2023. And you can look at, see what's changed in your life. What has shifted? What has moved out in your life? And what have you moved towards? That's what these nodes are about. There's a North node and there's a South node. And they just switched from Taurus being in the North node and South node Scorpio to North node Aries and South node Libra. So we have a discussion here on all about this shift, what you can expect in your own life, what we're already experiencing. We're sharing this and what could possibly be happening in the world over these next year, this next year and a half. This is a major shift and they shifted on July 17th of 2023. So you can look at your calendar as well too and see Hmm. What did I feel at that time? Did I feel any shift? And that was on the day of the new moon as well, too. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And we had a great discussion around this nodal shift. I hope you enjoy this conversation. And you can find Meredith's information um, in the show notes below. Enjoy. Hey there, this is Meredith, and I am an intuitive and an astrologer based out of the mountains of North Carolina. And today I'm here with a really good friend of mine who has been, yeah, just kind of like a pillar of stability for me, regardless of whether or not she realizes it during this time. And so I just wanted to come on here and talk to her about the North Node in Aries and the South Node in Libra, which transitioned yesterday, July 17th of 2023, and will go until January 12th of 2023. And yeah, so hi, Aaron. How are you doing? I'm I'm okay. How about you, Meredith? <laughs> I'm all right. You know, we're just doing the best. That... So yeah. yesterday, there was a, a transition, right, of the nodes. And I kind of just wanted to see like how you were doing, what the energy, like you're feeling from it, and like how you're navigating it, like just before we get into like some of the broader implications. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to because I know we're going to be touching on, you know, the medical uh, astrology aspect that you have to share and all that and so I'm excited to get to that as well too um with this time but but yeah no I guess like personally for me um just feeling into it you know yesterday we talked a little bit and the analogy that I had yesterday was it's kind of like a plane you know where I'm like I kind of felt like I was running some errands yesterday afternoon and it felt kind of like I didn't feel like landed you know like uh you know like a plane right that like is coming in for landing right you've arrived in this in the city that you're going 
going to, but you're not really there yet. Like you're on the runway, you're still maybe in the plane, you're, you know, taxiing up to the gate, you're even still maybe in the airport. And in sometimes the airport is a little ways out of any town that you're in. So you're kind of getting a feel, but not really like grounded and landed. And that's kind of how I felt yesterday with this. And I guess this morning waking up, I'm, I'm really feeling, I guess for myself, it, especially with, with Aries and, you know, and I want to definitely touch on the whole head aspect of this because I think it's so applicable because when you were saying this just before we were talking, I feel that like I, it's, I'm kind of feeling this pressure. Um, and oh yeah, it's, like head pressure. Yeah. And so I feel like it's, it's really going to be a test for ourselves in a way of like, or maybe a, maybe test isn't the right word, but an awareness for each one of us of like, how much are we really in our head? Right. And how much are we like, are we getting so wrapped up in our head and the stories and just everything that can literally drive us insane and mm -hmm. our relationships, right? If we want to look at the Libra, you know, access to, you know, like, and just using that like as a mirror. And I'm feeling that just now, like I had to ground in to like my body. And I feel like there's going to be this like kind of tension between our, our mind and our body as we're moving into this. I'm feeling that anyway this morning. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. But I don't know. I'm interested in like what, how you're, re you know, responding to the energy as well too. Yeah, it's interesting because Aries is the head and in um, astrology, like it governs like the, like the top part of the brain. Like um, basically like there's, if you go like, okay, so here are your eyes and then you go back, there's like an occipital crest that like, it's like basically like where like your vision system is in the back of your brain. Everything that mm. is below that is like Taurus territory. So like everything above that is Aries territory. So the eyes tend to fall into the Aries category. And I think it's interesting, right? Because I wouldn't think of Aries as a sign that's like classically super heady. Um, but because it does rule the head, you know, there is this and, and Libra is extremely heady and mm -hmm. extremely like sitting like there's a, you know, something that I've had to learn to do is to not just like sit and think and plan and like strategize and like, how do I like, what do I want to do today? Like, how do I want to do it today? And like, then I've sat there for like, you know, three, four, five, six hours and like, haven't done anything, <laughs> you know? And so <laughs> I think that Aries is actually like, when I look at it, it's not okay. Yes, it does govern the head, but it is very embodied and it's very instinctual. And it's like, not, mm. it's not really operating with the story. Like, you know, the last two boyfriends that I've had have had Aries moon and both of them have said to me that they wake up every morning and it's like a new day and it's a new morning. And while I extremely doubt that personally, like, I think that we all kind of have the tendency to like carry things over, like from like yesterday into today and then today into tomorrow. Like, I just think that human beings are like record keepers. And so we kind of automatically, we hold all of these stories, I guess, like within our, like within our DNA, within our system. And that's a normal, real, true thing. But, you know, there's this concept of like, well, it's a new day. And so we're going to get started in a new energy. And I think that's that very much like belongs to Aries. But yeah, you know, you asked me how I was and or like how I've been feeling this. And, you know, I I think that the first thing that I've been feeling and I'm just going to be quite honest is like some level of like rage. There's something that I have going on and I've been feeling like anger in that space. And, you know, the way that I've like, because I quit all of my vices, thanks to like Saturn and Pisces earlier this year and other things. And the way that I've been responding to that is by exercising. So I've kind of like already been like doing the North Node and Aries 
thing in a way where I've just been like, all right, fuck it. Like I have to do something to get out of my head mm. into my body. Um, so I went for a really long bike ride yesterday and then I came home and I danced for like an hour and a half, like to dance hall and to hip hop and like all of this, you know, and I'm like, and I feel great today because of that. But I think, I think that, yeah, like that's how I've been feeling is I've been like wanting to move more, wanting to, yeah, yeah think less actually, you know, I mean, and, and yeah, I think that that's, I didn't even think about like talking about that before we came on here about the South Node in Libra being an air sign, being very erudite, very indecisive, like not really sure, you know, like which way to go or what to do. Like the North Node moved into Aries yesterday and I was like, I was like, mm. I, know what I need to do. And, and of course, I think the way that this interacts with our own astrology matters a lot because, you know, I'm a Leo. I have a lot of fire in my chart. I'm a Sag rising. So for me, like the fire of it all feels very natural, feels very like cohesive with the rest of me, I guess. And I think the North Node in Taurus was very slow, very yeah. day by day, very slow, very, it kind of, it's like, mm, in a way it held us in a steady place where I feel the loss of that as mm. of uh, whatever day yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So what do you, I'm just curious, like, what do you think are like some of the most important things that like people need to know or be aware of on that like individual level where like, okay, so we've talked about like the need to get out of your head into your body out of indecision into action, mm -hmm. um, kind of balancing like the head and the body. But I'm just curious if there's anything else that kind of like that has come to you or, you know, that you desire to share. Yeah, I mean, a, a couple things. I feel like reflection is such a necessary tool to move mm -hmm. forward, right? And so like, I feel though, before we could even move forward, it's like taking inventory of what was the last 18 months, right? With yes. this North Node in Taurus, right? Like, what were our dreams? What were we wanting to like, what could we envision, right? Because Taurus is very sensual. It's very senses, right? Like, what were we wanting to build? What were we like desiring? What was our like heart, our soul, like kind of being pulled towards? Mm -hmm. um, because now it is the time to then now, like you're saying, like move towards that, right? And and not allow the potential, you know, the the Scorpio like mm -hmm. kind of kind of kind of control through manipulation shadow part of Scorpio, right? Like not releasing things, like not allowing that then to bring us into a place of indecision, right? Because of the whole Libra aspect of like, well, it could be this, it could be this, it could be this, it could, you know, it's like kind of yeah. weighing all options, which is great. But like, I think that we know by now what we want, like, and that's my, I guess, experience and, and thought. And it is taking action on that. And, and there is going to be fear that is going to come up. And I feel like even especially like now Chiron too, right? Like, it, it just like, there's going to be those wounds those like all of that stuff that we get to move through and and I feel like just kind of weighing that out like oh are we really taking action and is it like conscious action is it focused mm -hmm. action versus are we sitting you know on the sidelines are we sitting just in this muck of like uh, like out of fear so it's really paying attention to that balance I feel and so it's taking an inventory right and reflecting on these last 18 months where have you changed where have you grown where do you still need to like where are the remnants of things that like still need to be maybe like cleared up um mm -hmm. you know or, or taking a look at um and I think that right now too as we're moving forward as we do that like the reflection I think now it's like it's gonna be who are we and what are our relationships like mirroring back to us I mean it's in this most simplistic way way but I feel like it's gonna be more 
about like and and you and I want to hear about what you're saying as far as like the the villain part of it because I do feel that we have to put ourselves first yeah as we're moving forward because when we do that though in a conscious way and there's going to be people are going to be like well that's so selfish and whatnot but no it's not oxygen mask it yeah exactly the oxygen mask exactly and when we do it in a conscious way when we know what we want and we're moving forward in that space without trying to cater to the wounds and the and the the uh emotions right of others or our fears of like well what will they think then we're actually in full alignment with everyone and our environment too um around us whether somebody sees that or not like that's irrelevant <laughs> mm-hmm. and so it was really being confident in those actions that we're stepping into and forward versus or, or no matter what like you know somebody you know may or may not say and then recognizing who's around you like who is the community around you supporting you moving forward who's trying to pull you back right like in in those ways as well too it's going to be if it hasn't already become very evident for people it it will be highlighted i feel now and and who are we and how are we moving in that how how are we embodying that space you know um within ourselves and so that's kind of in a nutshell and so I'm curious, like you had mentioned before we talked about the whole villain. I don't know. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Because is that is that kind of around this or is that something? Well, yeah, sure. Um, it's kind of interesting that, okay, I want to bring up like some of the things that I've realized from like the last 18 months. So there tends to be a bit of a discrepancy in the spiritual community where there's some people who are like love and light only, love and light only. And then there's some people who are like shadow work is shadow work is shadow work is right and there's like there's not really within these two uh polarity like there's not really a whole lot of balance and what i've noticed is that there's a lot of people it's like the idea of like going to therapy for like seven years and just like you know sitting there looping like wallowing (laughs) and like really like wearing it all and like oh you know i do this behavior because of this, this, and this, because of my trauma and because I've had so much happen to me. And like, Mm. I think that you and I have both experienced just like a six twos in our human design, like so much shit, especially before the age of 30, that we're just aware that like, it's really, it's like the last 18 months, I think was a really good indicator for me anyway, at least in my personal life of like, who's really going on this journey with me? Because for me, like I can't, I can't the like emotionally masturbatory like uh you know I understand as a person who is trying to be like somewhat balanced that there's both like light and dark good and bad whatever but I'm not going to circle within like my own darkness anymore like that's something that I feel like we really had to schlep off like there was just the energetic potential was really set up for like trauma release and like letting go of some Mm. of that stuff like Mm. I feel Aaron and my spirit like I let go of like decades like lifetimes like worth of just like you know like just stuff right of course the south node was transiting my 12th so that makes sense that I would feel that like I did let go of a lot of unconsciousness and a lot of like addictive stuff and like compulsive stuff and I think that that was kind of the opportunity for everyone to do that was like you know to kind of like release that and also like 
you know, within, of course, you know, you and I kind of like have bonded a lot over like seeing things differently than some of our peers, like the whole kind of like conspiracy oriented, you know, thought trails. And I think that, you know, you and I, when I look at like the last 18 months and like our friendship and like what we've discovered about ourselves and each other, we both kind of pulled ourselves out of the like rabbit holes. If you think about like Scorpio being like the underground and like the hidden and, um, you know, we both kind of like pulled ourselves out of that in favor of building something above ground and, you know, maintaining a lot of like focused orientation on that, like you quite literally, because you're literally building on your land. And for me, I mean, you know, in my own modest way, I feel like I've been at least building a mystery <laughs> No, but, um, but so yeah, um, when it comes to Aries, okay, so then we shift into this new energy with the North Node in Aries and the South Node in Libra. It kind of does still bring up and like carry forward like the energy of like victimization and of when I think of Aries, the highest expression, I think of taking full responsibility for your life. And, you know, I think that yeah. with Chiron there, there's still, you know, we mm. all have to recognize that we have been severely wounded. And I think that that creates like openings in our field that then allow us to be like moved where we might not want to be otherwise like moved, right? Where, you know, I saw a lot of people like, and this is really like since 2018, since Chiron moved into Aries initially, but in 2020, 2021, a lot of people appealing to the authority, right? A lot of people not wanting to do something different or like not belong, right? Or like, you know, fearing for their survival, say in case they, you know, were gonna lose their job or like whatever. And I think that like, you know, these, we all have them. So I'm not perfect, you're not perfect. And we're not like sitting here saying, we're just, you know, we're just musing, you know, about, yeah. about this. But it's like, I think that with Chiron and Aries there, we have to just assume that we have some of these openings and some of these weak spots mm. and we have to like kind of like just you know maybe they're blind to us maybe they're not maybe we're very aware of what they are but it's every day i think taking the action to work on those blind spots and i think oh my gosh sorry i'm just like yammering on now but aries is the ego identity and like the identification with certain things right and i'm thinking to myself okay so this is not a no normal north node in aries transit because Chiron is there and I'm like okay you know I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking to myself the different ways that ego is like shows up and the different ways that we look at it as people that are like voices in the spiritual community in one way or another and I'm thinking to myself like okay so what looks like ego for you might look different than what it looks like for me like for someone Ego might be pride, it might be arrogance, it might be like, well, I know this because I have, da -da -da -da, you know, and, uh, but for me, ego can honestly look like a shrinking response, like, because of that Venus and Virgo mm -hmm. in my chart, it can look like minimizing myself and like my own needs and like what you know, like minimizing my own voice, or it can look like sometimes like imposter syndrome. And so I mm -hmm. think that we're all going to be kind of pushed towards like finding a 
healthy balance in our lives with what that is and the different ways that that shows up. Mm. Like, I don't think we necessarily need to kill our ego or like die to the self or anything because, and that's the opposite of what we need to do right now, as far as I'm concerned, I think that this time actually presents a very significant pathway for self-discovery. And what I was saying about the villain era is that this is the death of the people pleaser and the opening Mm. of like the, the villain era where I feel like a lot of people are held in relationships and in friendships and in familial connections where like um, their existence there hinges on them doing certain things and being a certain way and a certain person. And I think that um, for authenticity's sake, like we're going to need to like really um, like that's just going to become like next to impossible, I think, to uphold some of those. Oh, let me do that for you. Oh, let me take care of that for you. Oh, you know, yes, I will make myself less so that you can show up as you're more, you know, like it's like we're not going to be able to really do that anymore, I don't think. <laughs> and um, I feel right. that that this is why I was saying like, this is like out of the people pleasing era and into the villain era, because I think we're going to see a lot of people walking away from relationships. This is like the last, last, last call to get out of some of those romantic relationships, especially that have been like way too ongoing since before 2020. I think that like, like our souls and our spirits are like actually like desperately trying to get us into more, more better whatever, like into different situations for us that are more supportive. And, you know, there's certain bonds, I think, and like certain contracts, maybe because Libra's contracts that have to be released. Mm. And thank you for I know I can just it's just you get you bring up so many good points. And I get excited. And yeah, well, I'd like to riff on that a little bit, like with the ego. So like, you know, you brought up the ego and how I like to look at the ego. And I remember my first program that I created back in like 2016, we talked about this because it's a big, it's a, it's a big issue. Ego is a big thing in the spiritual community, right? Where a lot of people in the spiritual community, at least when I first kind of started delving into this, like, and I've heard it, I heard it mentioned the other day on a podcast, this new cage movement right. for the new age, right? Facts, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but it was like, it was like death to the ego, right? And the ego is horrible and really demonizing like our ego. And what I realized though, for my own experience, and this is what I brought in like to my first program with the women that I worked with, it was like, our ego is not, it's not bad. How I, how I view the ego, it's like, it, it's so related to working with our inner children, right? And, and it's like, it's the part of ourselves that wants to keep ourselves safe. Right. So when that ego comes up, right of like that that space where it's like we want to shrink back like you were saying right because there's something within us that doesn't feel safe if we were to speak out or if we were to express our needs or whatever right and so i always feel like whenever we feel that space and and i'm i was born with chiron and aries so like i'm gonna be experiencing you know my chiron return here in the next couple years nice so so there's a there is like this identity wound like i feel like anybody that like really experiences and like has like lived with that like and is born in that space like there's something it's almost like a whole 
in your armor like that is like almost never gets like it never really gets filled I guess so to speak and it, it, I kind of like even just, this just came up in the Bible like even when Paul saw whatever you know the story of like his like always has this wound I always think like oh that is like kind of the ego or that might be the Chiron like wound right that like never can really be healed and so we have to live with this and it I feel like it, it humbles us in a way and being the fact that it's an Aries you know it's, we're saying like like we get to the other thing that came up as you were saying as you were talking is we get to pay attention to when our ego is like trying to keep us safe and trying to like fight battles that maybe don't even need to be fought so it is the rise of the mature warrior versus the immature warrior and how i view that is the immature warrior is the one that's like flinging his his or her sword at every little thing that looks like a threat because like there's like the integration of all of our parts haven't been integrated yet right and so everything is a threat we don't feel safe and so somebody says something we take it personally right we we attack right and right. so that's like the immature warrior versus the mature warrior knows who they are mm-hmm. right that they have their ego in check where because if we don't have a healthy ego we can't say no <laughs> and so they know how to say no right and in a very like and that no is a sentence and they don't feel bad <laughs> about it right <laughs> and but they don't say no just to say no also like they're they're wise in how they show up in the world and they know they have a sword but they only like pull it out when it's when they know their energy when it's when it's worth their energy and it's worth their time so i feel like it is it is it's like such an identity thing so with Chiron here we're going to be at this dance right of like mm-hmm. oh gosh am i like walking in this immature warrior space here where i'm just like have my sword drawn at every little thing that I'm, you know, facing in life? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to have the courage, right? That's Aries too, right? This warrior, the courage to know like everything that comes to me, I'll be okay. I'll be safe and I'll know and I'm confident that I know what I need to draw my sword for and when I need to just keep it in and preserve my energy and just keep going and not, yeah. you know? So anyway, so those things came up for me as you were talking about all that and, and mm-hmm. I hadn't really thought about all that before. So I feel like we're going to really get a, a lesson like right in this <laughs> in this time of like what are we spending our energy on right like mm-hmm. how am I showing up in the world and is this how I want to continue to show up or how can I you know how can I how can I um how can I show up in a in a in a new way in a more embodied way when there's gonna be battles to fight that's just life right but right. we get to discern have that discernment of like this isn't worth my time right I mean you think of the mature warrior they're like I'm not gonna waste my time on you but we get to pick and choose our our battles, battles um, yeah mm-hmm, yeah so I wanna um you kind of motivated me because we were talking yesterday on the phone about like uh, the generations that we most prefer <laughs> and um for me it seems like I have the most people like when it comes to my relationships, romantic relationships, friendships, like every everything, even the clients that I attract, I tend to jibe or gel well, weirdly with people with Pluto and Libra and Chiron and Aries. So I was motivated to look up the just now. So sorry if I seem distracted. I was just I was listening to what you said and definitely echo the sentiment of like the we're seeking a space of of maturity where a lot of people I feel like who talk about this are going to be like, just act, just do it. You know, like the way that kind of like colloquial astrology, like TikTok astrology gets like watered down and whatever. So, um, but I looked up the dates of Pluto and Libra and Chiron and Aries. And I think that because I feel that, and I want to talk a little bit, just a little bit about those Mm -hmm. two, because meanwhile, I have the... (laughs) 
So I have, there's a rooster that lives across the street from me. <laughs> and it's like, like right now. Um, and so it is kind of, it's interesting. And I just wanted to share that because I have so many people in my life with Chiron and Aries. And I want to say that the instinct to overextend and deny oneself is so yeah. strong in Chiron and Aries people. Mm. Chiron has a weird orbit, right? So it stays for like one year, maybe two years in Chiron and Leo and Chiron and Virgo. Like it, and then it stays for like eight years, nine years, like right in Chiron and Aries and Taurus. It just has like this really weird wonky orbit, which is very Chironic. If you think about it, it's like um, yeah. nobody really knows what it's doing. And so I was thinking about the Chiron and Aries generation and how it's like, I think that this might be like a true test for the people that were born specifically from 1969 until 1976, because, and that will be their like, their Chiron return as well coming up if they haven't had it already, which is sort of that moment of like, okay, I cannot deny myself anymore. Like if I continue yeah. to do that, like I'm not going to live because, you know, frankly, that is what it is of like, you know, either you put yourself first and you prioritize your own needs or you die. Like that's what it is, you know? And so I feel that with the North Node moving yeah. into Aries, I can kind of sense into a lot of choice points for these individuals that have this in their chart of like, okay, well, am I going to just like continue to put myself down and to like minimize what I need and like what I want? Or am I going to continue to overextend to everyone and everything that is like outside of me and just like let myself shrivel up like a prune and just that's it you know and so the other thing is the Pluto and Libra generation because I feel that okay so I have my Pluto and Scorpio and in the last 18 months I did have the south node on top of my Pluto which felt like a pretty massive release point and you know there's certain things with Pluto and Libra like I feel like Pluto and Libra people do you have your Pluto and Libra I okay. sure do sorry <laughs> I'm not trying to talk shit I just <laughs> No, it's good. Um, no, it's, it's, uh, I'm not taking it personally. <laughs> so. So some people, most people, I would say that in the Pluto and Libra generation, which is roughly 1971 until 1984, have not known a healthy relationship in their lives, the majority. Not, you know, maybe there's some exceptions that are listening to this and that's fine. I'm not, you know, making like mm -hmm. just such a blanket statement, but I feel that the like generational lesson is to navigate like this massive karma and relationships and like power battles that. and dynamics and you know and like how like not really feeling like super safe like giving yourself over to and like having like an equal proper exchange within relationship mm -hmm. um for one reason or another and i think that's very individual right but so i think that actually the trending direction in my opinion is like we're kind of being moved shepherded towards like having actual like very authentic genuine relationships with people that we can trust if we're in a crisis or people who like I mean, we, we're, we're moving toward, in my opinion, a place that is more unconditional. It takes time to get there, like in the trending direction with Pluto and Aquarius, with a lot of this like Taurus energy, like Jupiter and Uranus and Taurus. I feel like we're moving towards a place where we're being encouraged actually to, you know, find the others and to really like get with the right people. And I think that 
the South Node in Libra transit for the Pluto and Aquarius generation is going to be like, are you really going to allow like your own sort of like things and your own hangups and your own stuff about relationships to really like get in the way of like establishing a bond that is very real and very true. You know, that seems to be you mean, something. Are you, you mean the Pluto and Libra generation? Yeah. You mean those? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Specifically yeah. from 1971 until like, you know, 1984, I think in there it went into Scorpio for a second, mm-hmm. you know, but um, yeah. So that's yeah. what I, I just wanted to share that because I feel like these are two, like two groups of people that are pretty sizable, mm. probably really tune into both of our work just because for some reason, I don't know, I know I'm younger, but like for some reason, most of my clients, most of the people in my life have both Chiron and Aries and Pluto and Libra. <laughs> so um, yeah. I tend to like watch and like try to know and understand that generation pretty well. So do you have anything that no, you want I to think share? That that's, and then I want to get into I, the medical honestly, in the world stuff. Like just you know, yeah, no, no, rush. for sure, no. I I relate I relate to that. I mean, I think that Pluto and Libra generation are here too, and Chiron and Aries. It's so related, right? It's like mm-hmm. somewhere along the lines, it's I feel like their identity has been completely violated, right? And totally. and that shows up in relationships right because then that that space that can never really be filled it's like we wanting a relationship to fill that but then always constantly getting let down right because then it's like the lesson in it at least what i'm experiencing is it all comes back to each one of us right it's like healing that space within us recognizing and and really starting with our own relationship to ourselves first and foremost which also goes with you know north node and aries as well too right like it's it's going to definitely be more of a me focused type of but not in an unhealthy way right not in a that's not the whole idea of this i feel like it's it's because when we act out of like the highest for ourselves everything that is in alignment around us regardless if somebody's pissed off or whatever because we're choosing ourselves right but um there's a balance in that right and so um the other thing i see too and i see this this thread of people really and we've talked about this talk uh coming to the terms of there's a third way oh and i don't know if that's interdependent way it's the inter like in relationships is that where you're not like so far up each other's assholes but you're also not like estranged from one another kind of thing i i I think that plays into it because it's a similar energy i feel like there's so many things that are coming out in the world right now like for instance this it's like it's the bridging of like you're seeing one side or another and there's this like this bridge between the two to go oh well for you know i'm just trying to think of a um like Okay, so for the whole, oh, since 2020, right? Somebody didn't like the hokey thing, right? And then automatically somebody assumes, oh, well, then you must want your, you know, everybody to die, right? Die, yeah. Right? And it's like, <laughs> no, that's not it at all. Like, I see all sides of the story here, of the narrative, and it's like kind of going another way versus identifying, right? I think identification is going to be a huge theme what are we identifying with right like what are we identifying with a side and then the dogmatic beliefs on this side or this side or can we see do we have the vision right the eyes right to see all of it and go oh well i'm not here and i'm not really over here but i can see aspects and this is probably a six two thing also and we're moving into a six line as well too the world is too over the next few years but 
like we're going to be seeing the bigger picture and choosing another way through it, you know, because that's the only way we can. (laughs) Yeah. It's like that third way or whatever we want to call it. Right. Like there's another, another way that doesn't, you know, so I'm seeing this like literally like just different posts and different people and feeling this myself, like people are starting to like, go, Oh wait, there's, there is more. I'm seeing more than just just this or that. It's a both. We're moving into a both and type of world. Yeah. So I'm seeing that as well, too. But yeah, I would love to get into the medical part of it. Yeah, okay. So there's a couple of things that I want to share, like just real quick with regard to the medical stuff. And then I would like to spend just like a little bit of time because that's how I really feel like it should be is like just spending just a little bit of time focusing on what's going on in the world because yeah. You and I have spent a lot of time talking about it and a lot of time I've spent a lot of energy predicting it. And so I've already it's all out there from my perspective of like what I feel might be like on the horizon or whatever. And so, you know, I just I've kind of taken myself out of that in a lot of ways. And I think that's also very North Node and Aries of like, let me focus on my own individual universe and like the things that I can control. So um, I've had a few dreams about... Good morning. (laughs) Sorry. I've had a few dreams about hemorrhagic fever and um, people having sort of like spontaneous brain bleeds, right? And so for me, I don't like that idea. Obviously, I think that that sounds terrible. But I do think that as the North Node gets closer to Chiron, it really emphasizes the idea of like the head wound. I've also been seeing a lot of reports like, you know, sort of like medical related about blindness. And I think that's also something that interesting might come up like, you know, increase in like intraocular pressure, like in increase in, you know, I, I feel that with the medical experiment that was done, frankly, I think that a lot of people are like beginning to have a lot of problems. And I think that, you know, really like what I want to hammer home to people right now is that if you like have participated in the experiment, I love people dearly that have, and I like want nothing but the best healthy life for them. So what I've kind of been trying to hammer home is like the like thoughts that we think and the messaging that we tell ourselves, because certainly, you know, it's like we can like also manifest and perpetuate these things and we still have i think in my opinion a level of like you know when you talk to your body when you talk to yourselves when you talk to you know because that is what aries is is embodiment right and so regardless of like which side of the fence like in terms of like you know like participated or did not participate or you know maybe like love somebody who participated right it's like you know we can kind of like we can tell ourselves different messages, right? And, you know, and so, Mm. and, and I think that a lot of like, what to do with the eyes and the head has to do with feeling connected to God, like the crown, you know, and so you can reinforce Mm. on a daily basis, like I am connected to everything that is, I am connected to creation, I am connected to God. If you are like a Christian, I am connected to Christ. If you're, you know, a witchy woo pagan like myself, you know, I am connected to the great mother, like, you know, and there's a lot of of ways that we can kind of reinforce that connection. And then with the eyes, it's like, what am I afraid to see? What am I not seeing? And this could be in my in my in my personal life or like in the macro. So the other thing is, okay, Libra is the kidneys. 
right? Well, I mean, I don't know if you knew that or not, but it is. And so Mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, what is the function of the kidneys compared to like, what is the function of say the family empath or the family black sheep or the family like doormat or whatever you want to say, right? Is like, the kidneys process out the toxins and for the body and they get rid of like the undesirable things. They just make it go away. Right. And so I think about like the people pleasing aspect of Libra and like people who like for myself, just because of my aura type as a projector and other things, I think of this, I can handle it. I can take whatever you got like and just transmute it for you, you know? And like, I think of how I've kind of, I've done that over the years in different situations without even realizing that I've been doing that where I take on and into myself like some of the negative things and some of the things that are ailing people and that they're struggling with and I transmute them and I pass them out like the kidneys would right in the body and so I think that right now we're gonna have to think a lot more about like like adrenal fatigue and like renal Mm. failure and things like that and i would invite everyone to like look at if they are struggling with their kidneys like what are you processing that maybe isn't yours to process i think that like we're all when it comes to like personal responsibility and like aries it's like i'm taking responsibility for what i can take responsibility for it's not to do with like I'm not taking responsibility for what you have going on as much as, you know, Aaron, you're one of my best friends. I love you so much, like more than most people. (laughs) And at the same time, like there's certain things that are yours to carry and there's certain things that are mine to carry. And I think that this is where like that differentiation happens. Yeah. And especially as we move closer to 2027. So that's what I wanted to share with regard to medical. (laughs) I love that. And it's so funny because I didn't even think of that when I was sharing with you, even my experience this morning when I said, you know, my one of my kids, you know, made a couple choices to rescue some things and I'm like and I even said I was like I don't want to deal this is your responsibility even last night too she wanted me to to do something and I was like "Mm -mm, it's not my responsibility this is yours and you have got to hold up to that and like do that and so like that's interesting like that has literally been a theme just since last night and into even this morning is just that responsibility aspect of it it's like it's not my responsibility I have my own and then getting frustrated so I feel like even to like as a generator manifesting generator I could speak to the manifesting generators and generators if you find yourself frustrated right feeling that frustration it's a signpost yeah to say oh shit what am I holding that's not my responsibility to hold for my children, my partner, my co-workers, my friends, whatever it is, right? Or just even for the world, right? Like, you know, I feel like this could even be like this, especially with, you know, different placements people have, like, I want to save the world now, right? Like, no, it's not your responsibility to save the world. I'm sorry. And I'm going to say this, and this is going to be snarky. Going to a movie is not saving anybody from anything. Oh my um, God, fucking say that. Oh, so, so it's like, this is about taking responsibility for your own life, your own inner growth, because the more that we do that, 
that ripples out into the world and that does affect the other the i affects the the we and 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 the you and the the external and but we can't like it's the the era i think of the whole bypassing shit and trying to like placate and trying to broken as fuck and then like trying to heal the world somehow when you are literally like broken as fuck no 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 that's it's a wrap on that i think it it can't and 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 i think the more we're in that energy the more uncomfortable it's going to feel which i think that is like the clue right like for each one of us so you know that and we all can fall into it yeah we all can fall into it right i mean we all we're all i mean we all have like those weak spots and whatever but i think that that is what's going to be brought out too and and so many of us is what where are like the little kinks in our quote-unquote armor and i'm not talking about armoring like our but where where are those holes that we have to like repair or heal or or just give attention to you know that we haven't because those that's like that's our weakest link and we're only as strong as where our weak spots are and so i think all right. of those are going to be coming out to the forefront where we're, we're going to be able to see those in a different lens and and i think it's going to be beautiful it's going to be painful too you know because it, for sure. Uh, you know, but I feel that that is going to be, that is how we quote unquote save <laughs> the world because we're, you know, doing that for ourselves first. That's that connection I feel like between us, you know, the I, Aries and the we, you know, uh, Libra. For sure. So I do have to let you go. I feel like I don't want to hold you too long, but I also want to just real, real fast, real fast, want to share yeah. what I've kind of been noticing the trending direction as far as like the world is concerned. It's a lot less optimistic, I feel like, than, than some of what like we've been talking about because that's really like with the north node and aries like the individual person and the individual world is where the magic is found like if you're looking for justice or whatever like out there in the world you're going to be waiting for a long time so my opinion is that um there's a lot of people who have been wearing rose-colored glasses on both sides of the aisle with regard to, uh, you know, institutions and things like this. And I think that South Node and Libra is the recognition that sometimes life is not fair. Like sometimes things mm. are not fair. So when I think about like, like legal immunity, like as far as maybe like the pharmaceutical companies are concerned, right? I think about a bunch of people having some problems and then realizing, oh shit, like I really can't sue. Like there's really no legal recourse for me and I have to like pay for all of these say medical expenses or whatever treatments that I need myself, right? There's also, yeah, I just feel like in terms of like people seeking justice and for the bad guys to go down, like what I have, like, it's very biblical what I'm about to say next, but what I trust in my heart is that like the universe takes care of karma or whatever cause and effect maybe not in the time frame that i might like it to but it does like it's ultimately like i don't have to worry about justice being served and karma like and and judgment or reckoning being being brought because i actually do feel that there is like a reckoning coming and that like we are kind of like moving towards the end of the last book of um of the bible or whatever like you know in a in a coded like sort of semi-metaphorical sense like i feel that there's like 
there is a judgment coming for lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah. But I think that there is an illusion within that, that it's going to be some type of earthly judgment that we're all going to see like all of the perpetrators of, you know, the last three years, the last thousand years of like, you know, what has been perpetuated on people. Like there's this illusion that we're going to see that happen. And I don't believe that, you know, I believe that we might like live to see the last page of the book if we're lucky. Right. Maybe I don't think, you know, I mean, that's just my my opinion. And I think that like it takes a lot of like individual strength to recognize that and to keep going anyway, Mm. one foot in front of the other in front of the other. Um, I believe that the North Node in Aries is and I've been talking about this and this is why I don't even want to give that much attention to it. But I've been talking about uh, the war narrative. I think that Biden getting the special service or whatever, maybe I'm using the wrong words. I don't know, like involved directly, like on the ground with because people have been like, oh, we're in a regular warfare now. Like it won't be a ground war. And I'm like, all right, you know, that's fine that you think that and that's whatever. But, you know, I do feel that like it's going to escalate. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that we're going to, and this is just my opinion and I'm sorry to like dash any dreams or whatever, but I do feel like we're going to see things more on U.S. soil than in other wars where like conveniently we've had like war in the Middle East and the U.S. has just been like, oh, whatever, like that's just happening over there. And I think we're going to see it happen here, frankly. And, you know, we've been like really edging on this proxy war with Russia, right? And we've been like, and, you know, and there's like a financial aspect to that as well. But I think that, yeah, like people have been getting like way too comfortable with like war happening away from me and over there, you know? And I think that at some point and probably the North Node in Aries as like the expediter, it does come here. And so this is where we like all kind of my opinion, right? Yeah. This is where we toughen up. Like we have to take the cue from the fire signs in our lives. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a fire sign, but we have to like toughen up. We have to, well, I mean, I think that the feigned unity is going out the window too now that the South Node is in Libra. So it's very clear to me anyway, who the traitors are. It's always been clear. Like I think that, you know, people might recognize in this North Node and Aries square to Pluto what they have empowered. And I hope so, mm. you know, so that's the the world stuff. I think that at the same time, there's all of these individual wins and there's all of yeah. these like individual blessings. So if we're expecting in the world or the justice system or whatever to see justice and to see like our wins, then we're going to be disappointed. But if we're looking to our own lives, we're not going to be disappointed. So I agree with you on that one. Yeah. I think that then that's 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 powerful and yeah I mean I feel like our courage is going to be tested over this time for sure um and like you said we're gonna just have to we're gonna have to just toughen up man and like it's kind of like the swift kick in the ass you know a little bit to stop identifying with our wounding so much right and being the victim of that space in that space right and also then like pointing the finger to the external to say you did this to go oh my God, how did I participate in this too, right? Like what was my role in this this. too, right? We all did, absolutely. And I feel like that is why this justice, it's it's kind of is an illusion. Like, because 
it's it the more we point the finger to the external of like they did this they're going to then there's we don't have to take responsibility for ourselves right and that is this era right of like oh my gosh doesn't mean that there's not shitty people out there absolutely not but right. this is part of doing the work right the internal work is 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 going well, how did I like what was my role in this though? Right? It's kind of like the Ho'oponopono. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It's Ho'oponopono, you know? And it's like, mm. uh, you know, that's, and I mean, I think that is like, maybe that's the storyline for these next 18 months is, is the Ho'oponopono part, you know? I love <laughs> that. Right? That's such a beautiful you way know? to leave this off, I think. And, you know, yeah. Ho'oponopono is a Hawaiian prayer that where you kind of imagine like whoever it is, whatever it is in front of you, and you say, I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me, thank you. Thank and it you. does, it like kind of has this way of like cleaning up like your side of the street, which I feel is an imperative yep. right now. And so I, with that, I'm gonna let Erin get to the rest of her day and the stuff that she has to do because we're in awesome. that, you know, that energy, but um, I love you. It was great to connect love with you. Too. And I, this was very cathartic. I felt, I feel really good about it. So. Love you. Me too. Love you too. Uh, Thank you. I'm going to post Aaron's um, information in the description if you'd like to book a human design reading or um, sign up for her next course that is coming up that is going to be kind of like combination of all of her other courses and it's going to be amazing. And yeah. So thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Meredith. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes packed with wisdom and insights that will allow you to experience life in a more empowering way. Until then, stay inspired, stay curious, and always ask the question, what else is possible that I've never thought of before? Take care.